It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome in uh, to episode number. I already forgot. I, whatever it is, the cost of the uh, archery T-shirt that was going to be the number, and I already forgot what it was. I'm. I. It's. Oh my god. You don't know? No. Oh, you are an idiot. You're an idiot. I know uh, our buddy uh, Ben Nash already got right his. Right now, I'm looking right now. God, it's so wonderful. Uh, that's the episode of uh, Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from oh the Baltimore Oh, my Sun. God. Yeah. 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 Gonna need this? that. Yes. Gonna need that. I feel, like, I feel like the rule should be that we all have to wear this to the first wrestling show that we're allowed to go to. So in, like, 2022? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I mean that would... That, that, no, that, we could go to SummerSlam, guys. Maybe. Probably not. Um, we'll talk hey, about... looking for a place in the we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit. Um, all right, so and here's the deal. That is wide open. Come on. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine? Could you even imagine? I mean, it's... <laughs> I don't think... I don't think to we're be right. honest with you, Rams had smaller than the Performance Center, so... Oh, yeah. It's definitely not what they're looking for, but <laughs> do it anyway. They could use the dri- drive-in theater. They could. They could use the drive-in theater. All right, we'll talk about that more uh, here in a bit. So here's the deal. Um, we're doing a guest-free uh, episode of Jobbing Out uh, that I know of, unless something were to suddenly happen out of nowhere. Well, nobody's good enough to be on the show this week. Is that what That's it is? Issue. Jesus. Um, so we're doing that, and there's no pay-per-view, obviously, uh, for a little bit. So there's something that I, I try to – at one point I wanted this to be a regular part of the program – um, normally this is AJ's role. AJ would normally like to tell us like, God, wrestling for wrestling fans, you guys just hate everything. And it's true. It seems to be that on this show in particular and, and many wrestling podcasts, the conversation is overwhelmed by things we hate. <laughs> um, and it's not because we hate it. I want to make that very clear. It's not because we hate it, hate everything. It's because when we hate something, it bothers us and it makes us want to talk about it. Whereas when we like things, typically the conversation goes something like this. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. That's not much to talk about. <laughs> well, it's um, also because we like wrestling so much that the baseline is that we like it. So we talk about the things that, even if it's the minutia versus, there's some things we really don't like, but then sometimes I think it sounds like we don't like things more then we don't like them just because that's the thing relevant to talk about. Perhaps, perhaps that's true. It's also yeah. because we're awful people. Like he's we're, right. Yeah. I mean, like well, but, but, but we're, I think we're medium. I think we're in the medium range of the awfulness. Uh, I don't think we're like the worst of the worst. Well, no, we're not the worst. Yeah. Well, you're the worst. That, okay, yeah. I, was waiting, I, was, I was waiting for that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know if that's something that. Correct. You definitely of us are the worst. As you said. Glenn, you always like talking about, you know, the, the pyramid or the triangle of talking about wrestling and 
talking about things we dislike also rolls into fantasy booking things how we would do it differently so therefore we get two of those points right there that is 100% that is 100% true which is like again legitimately the point of of all wrestling conversation is fantasy booking so it normally comes to that so i i like to try to balance the things that we talk so much about that we hate by also trying to remind people that there are genuinely things that we enjoy about professional wrestling. And again, it's, it's hard to remember that sometimes, but there truly are things that we actually enjoy about professional wrestling. So, I asked the boys, and this is, I need you to know, this is a stretch. I asked everybody to do a really minor amount of work to prepare for this week's show. <laughs> A very, very... No, it wasn't 10 minutes ago. It was an hour ago. (laughs) And so, you know, I expected roughly, I don't know, three and a half minutes of prep, which is three and a half minutes more than we've ever done for this show, which you guys know from listening. Remember when I used to make rundowns and stuff? I've you made rundowns? When was that? Oh, yeah, the the early months of the show. Was that before we... and then you stopped, and you stopped caring about it, and AJ never looked at it ever, and so I was just like, screw this. <laughs> I don't even remember that, if I'm being honest with you. I don't remember well, that you also all. apparently don't remember that you, this used to be our bit. This was Vintage jobbing out, and we ended every show with the top five. No, no, no. I That's know that true. we ended every show with the top five. I remember that, but we didn't do it like this. I wanted to get away. The top five thing sort of run its course because we basically just used the same jokes all the time. Like, at some point... It well, no, was. No, I'm talking about the top. The original point of the top five was let's list top five things that we. Right, like and that's I referred to that. I said I referred to that as something that I wanted us to do on every show. I always wanted it to be that way because I didn't want it to always be. It's it's just we get away from it. We get away from yes. it because we spend so much time talking about Cody Rhodes. So now, <laughs> instead. <laughs> oh, Sorry, be on oh there's five. a lot to say this. Week. Oh, is there ever? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like, Alright stop oh. stop stop We're not doing it we're not doing that Not now we'll get to it This is about the positive Accentuate <laughs> The positive and so what I asked to do, The boys to do Was for us to Theme wise like not Necessarily about this week but more Greater themes I asked the boys to prepare A top five list of things that They actually like in professional wrestling. Now, for the sake of the conversation, we're calling professional wrestling Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and Dynamite. Like, that's what we're calling professional wrestling. It's more than enough for us, I hope, to be able to do this. So, top five things we actually like in professional wrestling. Boys, would one of you like to start with your number five, or do you want me to tip things off? Why don't you go first? My number five on the list is the most recent of things that has been introduced that I am including. And there's a reason I put it at number five, because I think there's a chance that a month from now, we're going to have this conversation and I'm going to tell you it might be much higher on my list, but I'm also very nervous that it goes the other way. <laughs> but because we just were introduced to the concept recently, I think putting it number five is the appropriate place to put it. And that is my overwhelming excitement for a big e-singles push. I am very, very excited about this thing that should have happened two and a half years ago. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and the reason I'm excited about it is because it it feels it feels like the right way to do it. It's obviously very organic. It's happening be- because the other two guys are unavailable. But it's also happening in the way that that it, it can happen. And this is the thing that I, I remember we had these conversations, Aaron, and you know, like you like had this obsession with the idea that Kofi Kingston needed his own music um, when he was going to be the champion. That was me. That was you? No, no, I, I, I definitely, I, I yeah. didn't obsess over it, but I said it. And by the way, he had his own music. They made it, they produced it, and then at the last minute, they decided. Then to maybe go it was away. both of you. No, and but I, I definitely went off on them not okay. packaging him as a new day guy. Yeah. Because my whole stick was that you don't take guys that are like guy of tag team seriously. This was before he won the belt, by the way. Right. This yeah. Was no, it was. It was leading up to it. I think. Yeah. I was like, they need to. They need, yeah, they need to give him new tights and new everything. He can still be in the new day. But when it's just like what AJ did with the OC, it was like the perfect. That was like the exact thing I wanted them to do with Kobe. No, nope, nope, is what they did with nope, AJ Styles. They did it exactly right, and you couldn't be more wrong about it. And and as as I'm going to say again here, then, then I mean. Factions. Xavier and Kofi said that we were right, and they should have done this. The yeah, they're, they're all stupid. The music is incredible. They're all stupid. I don't care about the music. It's a stupid. Con- the idea to, to say we're making this person the most important person of a face faction is dumb. That's the way that you break up a faction. The idea of a face faction only works if everyone is on the same level and it's just the understanding that in that moment we're supporting this person and what they're pursuing. We're still together. This is just the guy that we're, we're, we're supporting in this moment. A heel faction is the one that drives people apart by saying this is the focal point of this faction and the other guys uh, are here to support him at all times and there's a structure here. This person is most important. Well, what a- about Degeneration? X. Like when Triple H wrestled, heel he, they were definitely a heel faction. They were face too. When they no, they were they faces were because the crowd was into DX it. What? They were Stop. never the. Oh, Stop. you're at. You, the Stop. only time DX was ever actually faces was when it was Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and they weren't actually wrestling anymore at that point. They were just there to. They were. They, they were. They were not. They in, wrestled. They wrestled the Spirit Squad. Correct. Oh, you're talking about Man. later. Later. Yeah. At the, right. at the okay. extreme but end. They did this exact thing. They came out as DX, and then when they were themselves, they came out with their own music. Because they were Triple H and Shawn Michaels at the end of their careers. This yeah. wasn't what happened when okay. DX mattered. When DX mattered, they were a heel faction. This was two guys at the like end the of their idea careers. Of like, this is the new day. Okay, this is Biggie. This is Kobe. This is Xavier. No, no, no. It's, when they're together, here's their music. When the they're reason separate, why it music. works. I, I like that. The reason like why the it works packages. is because you're saying we're we're not elevating anybody. We still all matter exactly exactly the same. It's just that in the moment, this person is pursuing this thing. We all still care deeply. It keeps all of them involved at the exact same level. It's wonderful. It worked perfectly. It was outstanding what they did, and it's exactly the way this should work as well. Is that you're not? It's never worked in the history of wrestling, except that, that I mean, it that's did. The other thing. It, I mean, no, I watched yeah, it work. It them. Yes. What, can you name one other person that's ever done that? No, because normally they don't have face factions. Face factions don't exist very often. The point of a faction it is to do it underhandedly. I mean, there have been face factions. Name name all of the face factions that were truly not crowd got into them factions. Face concepts. Well, that's what New Day and, is, too. Well, no, hold on, hold on. No. There's a difference because most face factions are factions that are created out of necessity to counter the heel faction. Correct. Fair. Okay, well, that's fair. Yes. 
I will give you that. This this concept, what's made this so wonderful, and the reason why you're so able to get into it is it's three guys that are always working together, but yet they're capable and of. And they're all- shattering glass ceilings because they're doing all the things that we don't expect them to do based on how we've been trained as wrestling fans. I, sure, I think that's part of it. I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. I think that's part of it, absolutely. And well, it's, no, that, then that makes sense that my mind keeps trying to put them into some thing that I've seen before. But it's just like how we used we, to say, I used to say they were going to break them up every year. And, and look, at the beginning, I always thought that was inevitable, and I always thought that you had to do that. And, and that's probably the same thing that you're referring to, is it's just what we're trained to. That's the reason why you have a faction is yeah. to ultimately break them up. When the truth is that when they're a face faction, they don't have to do that. Like it doesn't have to be that way. Somebody would say that, that I'm not that we're, I'm being dismissive of the shield, and that's fair, right? Like I am being dismissive of the shield. But this having also heels that the crowd got behind. I was gonna say the majority of the shields run, they were heels. Um, it was the majority yes, of the run. True. I mean, yes. they yes. were heels for a while. That's I'm not saying they weren't. The majority. They weren't. They were heels for a while. I would have to. You'd have to really show me the math to tell me it was the majority of their run that they I, were heels. So, I mean, I so so they debuted in. Uh, it was November of what would that have been? Twenty twelve. They didn't turn face until April of twenty fourteen, and they were disband. I mean, they were disbanded twenty later that year. I guess you're right. I mean, I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. By point. the summer. Seth yeah. Rollins had turned on him. I, maybe you're right. I, look, man, all I know is that this this is how this works. And this is actually genius for WWE and for all of professional wrestling to remember that you you can do this. Like, guys can yeah. get their push, but also you can still sell your shirts. And the thing that people love, the, the thing they're obsessed over, they can still come back to while guys also get their push. It's... It's it's wonderful. Um, I don't think it should have taken the other two guys not being available to recognize that Big E deserved the push. But, you know, if that's what it took, that's what it took. Now, it's number five because I'm still not sure they're not going to fuck it up. Like, I'm still not convinced that it's going to go the right way. But that was beautiful. That was really good. Look, you know, for what it's worth, SmackDown was great last Friday. It was. I know it's a low bar to say it's the best SmackDown I've seen in some time. But, like, it was really good. And part of that was that was really beautiful, man. That was a beautiful pro wrestling moment that they put on television. And I am I'm, I'm I love that they understand this. And I would hate it if they had Big E come out to different music next week as he was part of the push. Like, he is the New Day. He's the thing we love. That's what I want. And so that's why it's my number five. So I actually had that higher on my list. But I, since we're talking about it here, I'll, I'll just make it my number five. And it's... It's that, it's everything about it, but specifically it's the idea of a match and possibly a feud between Big E and AJ Styles. Yeah, it's this really... This is, we, I mean, we might have seen it somewhere along, you know, when New Day was facing the club or something like that, we might have seen it a little bit here and there, but we have never gotten that match, and that match legitimately could be a dream match. Like, those two in a ring giving 15, 20 minutes should do amazing amazing things together and then assuming biggie wins because he should win here and let's say he goes on to face let's say daniel bryan let's say you know a shitsuke nakamura or whoever you know down the line for the for the title that is everything we want in wrestling so yeah i agree i agree all right so you're gonna make that your number five yeah I'll make that my number five. all right brandon you're number five 
Um, so my number five is is sort of in the same category as yours, which is for now, great. I'm a little concerned because considering the rest of the booking, I don't know if it's going to be one of those things that they've done so much great work and then they just don't know what to do and it fizzles out. But it is the reinvention of Bobby Lashley. So um, I'm glad, I'm glad I, it's going to lead into my number four. Great. I think that all the work they've done with him and, you know, putting MVP, whoever's idea it was to put MVP with him was genius. I've said it before, changing subtle things like changing the tights, giving him the full Nelson. Like they made him what he should have been when he came in. And in my opinion, the worst thing for him right now, unless I just can't see the forest for the trees right now because of the title picture, the worst thing right now for him is for him to be on Raw. They should move him to SmackDown. And, um, and and you would have a real world title contender. It's hard for me to see him in that picture considering where it's going at this time. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's the one that I'm also, I, I don't know what the future of it is, but what they're doing right now is great. Um, I mean, look, I, he, this was actually gonna be my number three. I'm, I'm, what I'm going to do, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make all of this, and, and you can yell at me that I'm combining a bunch of shit together as number four, but just deal with it. Fuck it. It's a list. <laughs> um, the Hurt Business yes. is, is awesome. It's really, really good. It's compelling. You find yourself asking questions of who's really in, who might, you know, we just talked about a face faction. This is a great traditional heel faction. Um, Can I interject just a tiny bit? It was organic. They didn't like put five people together one week and it wasn't, it didn't seem so forced. I mean, they had MVP dancing around these guys for weeks uh, to the point where he was by himself talking to random people, yep. managing a random tag team for a day. Like it was so, and it, call it a mistake, call it. Uh, oh, it seems like a know, happy accident, right? It doesn't seem like it right, was. Exactly. And Who it, cares, though? I think some of the best stuff happens yeah. that way, right? You just yes. keep pushing someone that's good on TV, put them around people, and then whoever has chemistry, then that's where you go. Oh, and, and, and it's hitting all the right yeah, buttons. I mean, it's hitting all the right buttons. It was Look, I, at, to, to our understanding, MVP was not really back to do anything. Like, he was sort of back to be back to say goodbye, kind of. Um, well, remember the night after Rumble where we were like, he, he, who, did he did, who did he wrestle? I don't remember. Was it Randy Orton or some? He took like a horrible finisher from someone. Yeah, somewhere. something like that. And I, I think I, I came got, on the show got... and said I never want to see him again after that. And boy, was I wrong. Well, yeah. But we yeah. weren't. I don't. We weren't yeah. dickish about it. We were like, okay, so you know, you let him come back and have a moment. Now that that's we're good. Like we're we're good in the MVP department. That can that can be that right. Like, and and that was my my thought process is all it was going to be. And there was no world in which I thought that we'd be sitting here. And having a conversation about whether or not MVP would be in the top five of voting for performer of the year um, at the moment. But he's been that good and that important to what has been going on. And so, look, I you mean, know, if you're talking Monday Night Raw, he's number two only to Randy Orton. I don't I mean, think you're wrong about that. I don't, yeah, I don't I mean, think you're wrong you, about you that. You can make argument for the women, but the women are so messy uh, how, right what, now. Yeah, what argument would like you make for the women? Their performances are being overblown. I mean, okay. you, you could really... I, I will, I'll say three, because would, there's an obvious woman that we'll get to. But but yeah, but still, of the men, top two. That's impressive. Not, for no someone question. who wasn't even in the company for 10 years. No question. 
All right. Um, so that's my number four is just the Hurt Business in general. Okay, my number four is, it's again, I'm, I'm looking a little bit, I, I like the seeds that are being laid. I don't know if they will pull it off, but just for the over the past week or two, I really like everything that's going on around the Undisputed Era. I like, mm. you know... Mm. I, I, I liked the the Pat McAfee thing. I like what they did. Whether or not no, you know, didn't. You Pat didn't. McAfee. No, wait, wait, wait. Hold stop. On. Stop. <laughs> stop. Hold on. Stop. Whether or not no. They should be using Pat McAfee. I like again. They're sprinkling this as a <laughs> no. multi-show, multi-platform possible thing, and I like the idea of it. And just again, just the idea of sprinkling the seeds around Undisputed Era. We don't know when it's exactly going to break up. And then getting the tag team title shots this week, I am compelled to see. I'm turning into NXT to find out what's going on next with the Undisputed All right. Era. All uh, right, I I I can't believe you would include this on your list. One, two. <laughs> uh, Wait, are, are you saying you're not interested in seeing what happens with Undisputed? I'm always I'm I'm as interested as I always am interested in Undisputed Era. There's been nothing that's made me more interested of late. It's that I like well, Undisputed I said Era. You're actually They're actually teasing something now. I I will say this: the Undisputed Era and kayfabe are much smarter. Than carry and cross because you don't bully to get a title shot. You just go beat the shit out of the champions. Yeah. That's, that's no, how you right. The that's the best shot. way of going about doing it. Um, look, man. Uh, there's. I, we didn't talk about it last week because the video just popped out. I'm. I'm. I guess I'm glad because I'm afraid that I would have said like, ah, oh, it's a unique idea. Sure, that was hot shit. I mean, that was. Un- I didn't say the execution. Un- I just like the idea. And all of it was bad. It was bad. And the reason why, like, even the the idea of it doesn't work is because the premise is absurd. What 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 is the premise here of having Adam Cole fight with Pat McAfee? What 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 is that doing? The the idea of saying, you know, the thing that really set there were a couple things that set him off, but the idea of him having to credit the Undisputed Era for his success on a program outside of wrestling. And then presumably that's going to be something they did play the segment, and something that leads to the eventual breakup of the undisputed era is good. But there's been a million of those, and I'm not saying that it, it's not going to end up being the case. And I do think that that's going to end up being the case. There's a million things that can do that. This anybody who gave this attention is a rube. This well, of course was so poorly orchestrated that I, I feel bad for Pat McAfee in the process, right? Like, I get it. He's an employee, and so if, if they want him to do some dumb shit on his show, he's going to do some dumb shit on his show. But there's got to be a line at which you say, like, nah, dude. Like, I, I, I can do a segment for you, or, like, I, I can interview Adam Cole or something. Like, we can figure some way, but you're not going to come to my show to have me do some terrible fucking shtick. This was bad. Like, pure bad it came out of nowhere it made no sense it was so anybody on the planet who shared that clip and thought in their brain anything other than this is an unbelievably overwhelming work is the dumbest human being that has ever lived and in order to sell it as a a viable premise that like boy, this could have been real, you would have to somehow believe there was some world in which... God, I can't Uh, even find the premise. Unless you view it as part of the WWE universe and you just view it as another kayfabe segment. And There's so many things we we talk about that it doesn't really matter whether it's real or fake. It's just a little bit interesting. If I tell you that he went on 
the, you know, some whatever made up show. Let's say it was the KO show, not that the NXT has a KO show, and did the same goddamn premise. That's an interesting I, segment it, to me. It, no, that's way more interesting because then it actually, you know, like makes sense. Then it's but what I, would I'm happen. I view it's, it that way. I view it as a WWE segment. I, it's, I view it as reeking way more than that. It reeks of, we want you to think that this was somehow a thing that occurred that was organic. I, what it really is to me, and I, and I mean this, it's embarrassing for Pat McAfee. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> didn't, and they, I, d- didn't they do something on a much smaller scale like this before on Twitter or something where they had well, him? No, they, they, did, they did it on a pre-show before a yeah. takeover. Like, I have no problem. You do something. Was, was, it Adam, was it Adam Cole and him? Yes. Yeah. So, the, yeah, I, I remember that. I mean, at least that makes a little bit more sense if it's on their program. That's the point. The point is, like, if you're Pat McAfee, like, they're, they're, boy, it's so bad. It was so bad, man. It was so I know, bad. But, okay, but if you if you take out the specifics of that segment and you say, and I say, the my number four is the growing dissension and and things swirling around undisputed era is that yeah i mean because that that to me it's not so much the specifics is i am really interested in what's going on with cole in the undisputed era like i i hear that argument as a whole i i maybe it's because we've been we've been waiting for this moment for so long and you could say hey weren't we waiting for big e for so long i guess i i don't I don't know where it's going, and here's what I get nervous about is the thing we talk about all the time. Adam Cole is a star, and what I'm nervous about is that he's just about to get, you know, bumped from NXT to do nothing on Raw or SmackDown. And so like Well, I, that would be stupid. I have <laughs> I have apprehension about all of it. Um look, I I I have I have a bold prediction in this world. If if we're can we discuss that a little bit? We're discussing yeah. everything else. So we might as well. Yeah. So I think, who knows? I, if if I were in the room booking, I might pitch Johnny Gargano to supplant him as the leader of the Undisputed Era, and keep him in NXT for a little while, and let things play out, um, to make him a big face, and then put him on the main roster. I might do that. Yeah, I don't like that either. I just don't like yeah, doing that. I, I, I don't I like do doing that to Gargano. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there was a weird thing um, in the match where he fought Roderick Strong, where at the end he said something about you're too good to be in a group or something. There was like a comment he made. I didn't catch the whole thing, but um, I don't know. I thought maybe but again, they that, were... that, that's part of the, I, I thought that that could be, you know, him telling Roderick Strong, you're too good to be in a group. Like... Well, right, more sure, more but, of the dissension between the Undisputed Era, which again is interesting to me. I just I do think that Undisputed Era needs a um they need someone to be the catalyst for this that isn't Pat McAfee. Well, correct. Pat McAfee well, should yes. have nothing to do with it. And and I would say No, it, I wonder, and, and so by the let's way, say let's say Gargano doesn't join. Back, Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say if Pat McAfee comes back, I say everything is wrong about the world like everything is wrong in NXT. Well, i mean he's gonna Pat he's McAfee he's gonna be involved with someone yeah. poisoning the minds of the other guys in the group like they need like an antagonist you need a shit stir okay if you want to say johnny gargano doesn't yes. join the undisputed era but is a catalyst and then breaking yes. up sure yeah um look I, there's a twofold thing to me if pat mcafee hosted a show on the wwe network that had, that wasn't just about wrestling right like if he took his I don't even know what his show is. I've never watched. 
if he took whatever it is, if he took that and said, we're going to air it on the WWE Network, it's not just going to be a wrestling show. It'll be a show, and occasionally there'll be some wrestling stuff on it. That alone would be enough for me to say, okay, that's this is a fine place to do that, right? Like, as you're living it, this is a dude that wants to call football games on ESPN, right? Like, this is the guy that's being talked about for being a Monday Night Football analyst. You cannot allow yourself to be so conflated when you're doing that that you don't know when I'm doing Pat McAfee stuff and when I'm doing WWE stuff. It's bad, man. This was bad on every level. I hated this. I hated it. I didn't hate the concept of of poisoning Adam Cole somehow. I don't hate that one bit. That's way better done contained within the WWE environment and not having it be put out there to try to say, wow, look, look at this thing that's happened. That's that's bad. That's that's shoo. That's no good. That's no, 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 no good. And it's, again, it's another thing if it's just two wrestlers. If it's just two wrestlers, like, you know, if it's... If, if, if you're using your appearance somewhere in pop culture between two wrestlers, try to do something, that's... But to have someone who's sort of straddling the line be involved with it, not okay. Not okay, man. That was bad. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, look, I... I hope for good things. I, I for a long time thought that should have been Roderick. I'm you know, they've they've fucked that chicken. I mean like that there's <laughs> there's nothing there at the moment, but you know, I don't I don't know what the next thing is. I don't know that there's an ideal, you know, person that sort of slides in and, and I don't know we have to keep undisputed era. Like all of these guys are great on their own. And it could be a situation where Roderick goes do a heel thing. Red Dragon goes to a heel thing. They can still associate, but they're not yeah. officially on the street of the era. Yeah, I don't. I'm not saying they can't. You. This has been years, and you haven't let them, and that's the tricky part, right? Well, like, this is you know. But going going back to the New Day thing, it's been years, and we haven't seen a singles run from any of them other than the Kofi thing. Well, that's not entirely true because Big E was a singles performer before this all started, right? Like before Z- the New Day, Xavier was the, the. I understand that Xavier was the only one that hadn't really accomplished anything before the New Day. But I mean, um, we've been talking about them being Intercontinental U.S. Champion, whatever for. You know, since I, Cena was doing the open I, challenge, I, I don't, I don't disagree with that. What I'm saying is that it's but a Biggie little. Biggie was the Intercontinental champion right. before New Day. Like that, that well. matters. Before New Day, never in New Day. I understand that, man. But these guys weren't. You're not listening. They're, it's still significantly different. You've never introduced, outside of a, a short stretch where you wanted Roderick to be a thing, and then decided to blow it all up. And I, boy, we. And how long did it take for me to get back to that? Um, <laughs> you to haven't fair, though, like Red Dragon didn't exist outside. Of I, I understand there. that. That's part of the story. Like, right. No. And I'm saying I, I have no problem with that. Let them be their own thing. What can they be without undisputed? Era? I'm, I'm not opposed to that, but you have to really push it. They're not. I mean, this, they're not relevant the day that undisputed era breaks up outside of they broke up from undisputed era. In, I disagree to it. Not extent. not totally. I disagree to an extent. How? Well, I mean, what do you mean they don't matter? They, like, are you to, telling me that if, if they if they broke up and they immediately go after the tag titles, they're not relevant? That's a different thing. That's what I just said. I said you have to immediately push them hard. Oh, yeah, sure. Immediately yeah, you must push them hard. do nothing with them. Well, it's... <clears throat> have you been paying attention? Um, of course I've been paying attention. I'm, I'm going... This, this is happy time, not okay. sad time. All right, all right, all right, all right. Fine. Brandon, you're number four. 
So my number four, I, I, I actually, or like in my gut would have made higher, but the reason I'm going to make it number four is because it's a very broad category and you got to take the good with the bad because in order to get this, you have to take some of the bad because it's just shots. Like, it, and I, I appreciate the shots that are being taken, and that is cinematic matches and outside the box matches. It's literally my um, number three, you son of a bitch. <laughs> we have to do this stuff right now because of the situation. You can't. It, it's nice to break up some of the uh, monotony of seeing the same studio over and over at the matches, even the bad, which you know we've talked at length about eye for an eye. We talked at length about. The Velveteen Dream um, outside match, which you know, we're, I know you guys didn't think so. I thought that was more on the bad side. I thought it was great <laughs> up until um, up until then, they decided not to tell the story that they were supposed to tell. <laughs> sure, and you've got you know obviously the Boneyard match, which is like the best of them all. Um, I think they need to keep doing this. Well, hang on. I, I we, think we, that we, they need to keep doing it when we, the crowds come back. The Boneyard Just match might be the best of all. We, we need to talk about how good the bar fight was. The bar fight was and, and, no, excellent. Hold on. And that was what I was about to get to. The thing that they did on SmackDown had no business being as good as it was. That was probably the second or third best of these matches. It was um, out-fucking-standing. When he put that fucking hat on his face and... He had the, the makeup Seamus and the magic uh, hat. Sure, why not? <laughs> and then the the sound of the, the first of all the fact that they put in the like uh, name the, the like Murphy's, random yeah. new me, new metal band background and all oh, the the fake Dropkick Murphys thing was hilarious. Like for the intro when they were going to commercial, it's like, it was literally shipping out the Boston. But like with a fiddle instead of a it was the yes the free like version of shipping out to, from Boston you can get on like some website if you need uh you know music you don't have to pay for exactly yeah. it, it's like it's like the version of that that DDP's theme was yeah I was gonna like, say the WCW yeah. theme <laughs> <laughs> I mean that match made me feel so much differently about what, that feud like the, that one I thing I wouldn't go that far but. It did. I know it was really it, good, it man. It justified the whole thing to me. I, I was like, okay. I they can, were like, we want to do this, and all the bullshit that led up to it was what they needed to do to get to look, it. Look, they, they didn't, but I hear you, and I think you can make that argument. I think you can make the argument that ultimately you can walk away from saying, if what I got at the end was that good, maybe yeah. maybe I had to eat a bunch of shit in order to get to something. Like, it that, was, that's the Shane McMahon argument, though, that AJ was trying to make last yeah, year. Yeah, maybe. So. Um, <laughs> It was that good. It was unbelievable how good that was. It's definitely the best thing I've seen on SmackDown in a while, maybe since AJ Daniel Bryan or something like that. Oh, um, God. Or, or Matt Riddle, AJ, obviously. But, I mean, it was it was the best, like, moment, I think. Look, I think there cool. is an argument for cinematic matches always in professional wrestling, right? And and it's 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 a very difficult thing because you have a crowd of paying, you know, like, people that paid for a ticket to sit in an arena that doesn't want to watch something on a screen. Like, you paid a lot of money to watch something on a screen. And so I don't know what the right way to do it is. I don't know if maybe every now and then... You don't try to get some eyeballs on the WWE Network by doing like a one-off special that's just a cinematic match of some sort. And it's like 25 minutes long or something. Something along those lines, yeah, right? Like, I, I don't know that there might not be a way. 
I understand why it's a difficult thing to continue when you get back into a crowd environment, you know, if, I guess we should say at this point, you ever get back into a crowd <laughs> environment and, you know, charging exorbitant ticket prices to then say, and now here's 20 minutes of a match on minutes of a match on a screen. I, I, I don't, I don't know exactly what that line is, but I, it's something they need to consider because they can be done really, really well. I didn't think the swamp fight was any good. I didn't think it helped anything. I didn't think I just it was a nothing. I, I like the swamp fight. It was yeah. it was at best meh to me, right? It, like would it have been better to you if Braun Strowman was not the champion? Because I feel like you were the most bothered because you had the champion in this thing. It, it made didn't it worse. Make any sense that he wasn't defending the. It title. made it worse. There's no doubt. But I just didn't think. Like I, I thought. Here's what I thought it was. I thought it was fine, and it would have been fine on SmackDown, and then having a match at a pay per view. It, it. No, but take take that out of it. Just the thing itself. I, not what, where, what, the, what, not the it, fact that it that was the matters, main event though. of the yeah. Pay-per-view. It's re- that's really hard, man. And it's not even that it was the main it's event. Not, it's not hard. We have to because we. Ha- that's what we're saying. We're saying the matches. We're not saying make them the main event of the pay per view. We're just saying the fact that they exist. Except that they right? can that's be. I mean, they can. They can be the main event of pay per views, and um, they've been used in a like. If you're going to do that, then it has to matter. Like I, I'll come back to it and say I think that could have been a decent SmackDown segment. Um. Like if that had been the final segment of an episode of SmackDown, the the swamp, which or, again, or break it up and string it out throughout, because it I wasn't. Mean, I think we all episode. agree about that. I, I and but I can separate those things. Like I can say I liked it, but I didn't like it as the main event of the pay per view. But it's not even. It it didn't have any. It shouldn't have had anything to do with the pay per view. It yeah. like that it was wasn't the match. Right. You didn't. You built to something that wasn't a thing. Like you but can't. I'm 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 looking at the content of what they filmed as if I stumbled upon it on youtube I mean, and, and in that context, context i thought it was pretty good. yeah i context mean like it's it's diff- it's difficult you're trying to dismiss context and i can't like what i'm saying is i that could have its place that what you did and if you had done it that way then i would feel differently about it as it was it was terrible but still um you know the overwhelming majority of them to me have been really good i thought gargano champa was really good i thought it was excellent um it it was maybe the thing that least needed the cinematic display and could have just been you know sort of a, a match that happened to do all all these things but i thought it worked i thought it was really good i, I want to give him honorable mention for one that i that i don't think was good but i appreciate the effort um money in the bank i thought money in the bank was great <laughs> Like I think it just, no, but we all bitched that there were some issues. No, all, no, all I bitched Glenn about liked it. Glenn really, I liked loved it. it. Me and you who didn't My like only it complaint about Money in the Bank was that once they got to the the the, the roof, there should have been more match. Like that. Well, what the, about the context of it all? Like, what, does, I thought it was still fun. No, I thought it was still again. Like, how how are you allowed to do that? Because it, I can't, because like, I thought something as not the main event. Because he's Glenn and he'll yell. No, 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 no. You're trying to you're trying to recreate something. Money in the Bank stood fine. I I thought that it could have been better, but it stood fine as what it was. It, it's, it's another one where the context of it was probably what soured me at the time. But I think we talked about this. I watched it again, and I it was a good. It was a it, it was, was a really wonderful. good try. It was, I, I, it was also wonderful. Off the boneyard match in our, our exactly. Oh, I, you guys right. like it was such a fun exercise. It was very fun. Yes, it was such a. I, I think there were a couple things. Um, 
you know, I think I don't know if you want two of those, and I understand why they did what they did, but I think maybe it could have made better if they didn't have the women and the men in there at the same time, and they could have focused more on the moments. uh, Maybe. The the, the only thing that, my biggest argument of it is that it was a little bit, they had to cover too much ground, and you didn't get a lot of time with, like, individual people because of how many people were in the match. The whole thing could have used more time, but part of that is my, like, I, I think yeah. you should have had more of a match once I they mean, all got or to the, the or, or or I will give if they wanted the women and you know whatever give it an hour that thing should have been like right, an hour right right I, I don't disagree but what what we got was was joyful I I, yes. I had great joy watching <laughs> Again, this it was we're really litigating a two month I know yeah, I know yeah, exactly. the point being right. like overwhelmingly these have been really good to me overwhelmingly yeah. like when I yes. the, and again the. I, I, even the ones that were bad, I think could have a place, right? Like to, to, to make your argument, the swamp fight was bad, but could have had a place as something that would have been good. Sure. I'll give you that. Right. Like it could have had its place. The worst one. And I can't even, I don't even know what I would consider the worst one. The worst one was pretty good. It's just when we're talking in the context of other things, that's when we start saying things were bad, but you, you're not saying the swamp fight was bad on its own you're saying everything I don't know. surrounding it. I, I don't know. I, we, we are really nitpicking language here i don't think it was any good i think that it could have been good and that's and that that's what matters to me is that it could have been good and in this greater conversation yeah. i think we're trying to figure out like or, or have a conversation about how these could be good anytime these can always work it's necessary right now and in it being necessary they've been really really good mostly um I think they could be really good all the time. I think there could be more of it in every professional wrestling company on the planet to do yeah, some we more. we got to give the stadium stampede a, uh, Absolutely, yeah, 100%. A high five in this it was amazing. Too. That was really, really good. It was amazing. Not just to say, but the, the one before it, the one two weeks before where they were going yes. throughout the, yeah, like all of that stuff. Yes. You know, I, I've been one of those guys since Lucha Underground who have said, you need to embrace aspects of Lucha Underground to make wrestling go forward. And this largely was what I was talking about. Yeah, I mean, this is... I had to laugh, though. I was listening to an interview with... Um, I, think, I think it was Randy Orton was on one of the WWE podcasts. I think it was Graves' podcast. Or something. I had to laugh because he attributed the success of these matches to Bray Wyatt. And I, and I just had to like really laugh about that. Like, he pointed out his match. He's like, yeah, you know, I got to give credit to Bray. Oh, like, wait, he's referencing the worms? I don't... For opening no, the no, door. No, the, the, the House of Horror. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, no, all right. But it's all because of Matt Hardy right. is the reason they started doing any of this stuff. Okay, that they part is New true. Day, all right, Bray, you're right. You know, you're white right. That family part, match. Yes, 100%. That part is true. I give yes. you that. All right, so that's my number three. Aaron, your number three? Uh, my number three, and honestly, the my top. Oh, by the way, almost I'm, in any I'm, order. I'm, well, I'm telling you that my numbers one and two, I I cheated and combined two different concepts into one on both of them. Okay. Um, the only reason I'm putting this at number three is that it seems like it's going to be coming to an end in the next two weeks. So you know, a lot of if this is what I'm really excited about going forward, it seems like it's going to do it. Just everything Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho, just everything around that is great. I'm. A little hesitant to a d- debate segment just because there has not been a good debate segment in the history of wrestling. But if anybody can pull it off, it's Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. But um, just everything they've done for the past couple months has been the best thing well, in and, wrestling. And Here. even the concept you like just because it's the idea of Orange Cassidy doing a debate. Like, I mean, yes. you just like yeah. the yeah. concept of. Exactly. Like I said, 
I'm afraid of a debate, but if anyone can pull it off, it's these two. Um, I mean, I, look, I, I, I don't want to say anything because I'm going to get back to it. I just don't want to say anything. I'm just going to leave it alone and get back to it. Go ahead. I mean, my the, Jericho Orange Cassidy was also my number three. Um, I all, but and I debated when I was making this list. I was like, you know, what are we talking about? Are we talking about like? micro little things are going on right now, macro things are going on right now, or like long period, you know, long stretching things that we think are going to continue or whatever, all of the above. And I just figured we're talking about all the above. And so for this one, I also wanted to throw in there like Chris Jericho on commentary every other week. Just everything Chris Jericho right now, basically. Everything him... Not necessarily some of the inner circle stuff. It's It's been a little weird for me but specifically the stuff where it's been jericho and orange cassidy and him on commentary i definitely have been all about um my number two my number two is raw's mvps um the male and the female mvp of raw for the year which are very obvious randy orton and oscar are my combined number two um they've been the the thing on a otherwise tedious three-hour program, they have been the MVPs of the show for the entirety of the year. They have been excellent. Um, I, I I don't want to talk about how good something is and then immediately go back into the other thing, but <laughs> you know, obviously we have to discuss what a colossal clusterfuck this is. Like, what in the world are they doing? Um, you just have Oscar win the match. You would already present that like th- this is insane. What Do you you're doing? You think that this is a clusterfuck way to put Oscar on SmackDown? Like they're gonna have her murder Bailey, and then Bailey's gonna fight Sasha. For okay, the but Raw then title. but then why would you have? Why would you literally set up a number one contenders match between Shayna and Nia Jax on Raw? For, Did they say that's what it was? They didn't, they but didn't. that's that's the obvious thing. Why, why are you doing we it? We thought it was. <laughs> why are you doing it? In a world where we know there's not going to be a long-term storyline because they're women, um, and that's the way that that works in that world, why are you doing that if it's not to determine who the number one contender is, which is what both of them were screaming about, how they were the number one contender? Like, you create that match because it's the number one contendership match. So then for, we're going Bailey, Asuka, and... Sasha versus one of those two. But how does that work? <laughs> how does it not work? They just set up the story that Bailey murdered her friend and she's gonna she's out to kill her. I mean it's basically but, Okay, so in the did. world in which you just say that she why shows up on a doing di- this. Like I'm not saying why, I'm just saying what I'm seeing. But uh, you your scenario still has to involve them getting Asuka on a different show. But they, I don't know if you know they, this. They, they, I know I understand anything. Sasha just challenged for the Raw title. I understand your argument, but like you're, you're doing all of this, removing. I don't know a, if you know this, but they have this invitational thing. I'm very aware of that. But let's and just Asuka tell the truth. Oscar hasn't used hers yet. Right. Yeah. A great point. Great point. There is that. <laughs> so let's tell the truth about what really appears to be the case. They don't actually give a shit about Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. That's just a thing that they did because they need to pass the time. And the more likely scenario appears to be that we're painting the like. I don't know, a two out of three falls match or something like that um, at SummerSlam for the two women's titles? That there's... Is there any way Nikki wins this Friday? I hope so, because Nikki is wonderful. A weird, it is kind of weird. Nikki is wonderful. You, you could put Nikki on the top five, by the way, not the rest of the women, but doesn't Nikki, Nikki is awesome. 
doesn't Nikki right now kind of feel now keep this is going to sound a little absurd. So take out who I'm talking about in all their history, but the exact circumstance of what was it January last January doesn't she sort of feel like the Oscar in this equation where like Oscar just all of a sudden won the title and it, it, it I, wasn't. I hear your was, argument, but, but the problem is what you just said. She all of a sudden won the title and with Oscar, she didn't have an opponent for WrestleMania. Like that, so just like this, well, I'm not saying it's okay. Else, I'm wondering. There's no one else on SmackDown outside of Nikki. I mean, what, if, okay. Yes. If you want to make the argument that you could do Nikki versus Alexa and then you could do a triple threat between Oscar and, and these two, like, fine yeah. that's that's fine i'm not saying in fact if you hadn't done the last couple of weeks i would have said eh, you know that, that sounds kind of interesting right like sign me up for that but why did you set all of that up with Shayna baszler and nia Jax? why couldn't you have just done it on smackdown and let oscar just face Shayna? like i i'm i'm i i'm so lost well, as, wait but what if Shayna and nia Jax fight at SummerSlam? I mean, I that'd be great if that's the case, like the idea of introducing another storyline, but you've got two heels. <laughs> like, um, I mean, I don't, we've talked about this. I don't think they're pushing Shayna as a heel. I think they're pushing Shayna. No, I think that's, I think that was a very purposeful thing that they did. I mean, and I said this two weeks ago that by her not hitting our truth, all the stuff they've done with her is kind of face-ish. It's not, it's not face-ish. It's that, no, I it's not face-ish in any coming. way. It's the other thing you're talking about. It's badass. It's in no ways face-ish. She hasn't done anything that would suggest she's a face. Okay, but a badass we've argued is a face. It's a different, no, we just said it's a different thing. It's a different, it's a third concept. Yes. It's a, it's Okay, a, whatever you want to call right. it. It's not a heel. Okay. So they're not, they're not they, painting they her they the are heel. They are intentionally positioning her they want you to cheer for her against Nia Jax. Correct. It, here's the problem. It doesn't, what it doesn't do is create, like, in this scenario, you've got to get Asuka out of the picture. Yeah. Because you can't turn around and have Shayna Baszler face Asuka because there's no way that you can have her be the well, face no. in that scenario. I kind of feel like Asuka's, like, again, I don't know where they're going with Nikki and all this stuff. They could just be doing nothing with Nikki and having her fight Alexa. But... If Bailey's keeping the title, that means that Sasha that uh, Oscar is going to be going for the SmackDown title because they very clearly pivoted to Bailey for her. Bailey is the person that beat up her friend. Bailey is the person she's mad about. Yeah, I know those, that her and Sasha are. Attached I mean, like to that's it. the thing. They're, you're trying to separate the two in any way. You can't do that. Like she she's mad at both of them. They're in cahoots sure, together. But currently, the person that it would be logical for her to want to attack would be Bailey. No, it would be or does, does be, she want that's the, the or both of them? Kyrie, up her friend, and then but she Kyrie came out of the medical. Gone, I can get the raw title. Right, like I, the you, raw title is my baby. It's the thing that Becky gave to me. I was supposed to defend it, and now I need to get it back. She came out of the medical thing. Yelling did at you, both I mean, of them. Did you see the segment I'm talking about? I mean, like, is there something besides what was on yeah. TV? What you're you're, talk, you're talking about coming out of out of the medical? She was like thing crying. She came out of yeah. the medical yeah. thing with tears in her eyes. There's no way she cares about the title anymore. She cares about killing Bailey. Like, but why does she want to kill the... Sasha? Sasha is just as responsible. Yeah, I mean, like you're trying to create the thing where yeah. somehow the two of them out in the middle of the ring. No, 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 no. They no, do no, everything no. together. No, no, I know she was, but that would be like saying, 
you know, going back to your DX argument, that when DX, you know, when someone was facing Triple H and DX beats somebody, well, they just want to beat up X-Pac or something like that. That's ridiculous. They, 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 they do everything together. Like, there's, there's no world. Now, I'm not saying they can't tell a story in which suddenly she cares more about Bailey. That's but what I feel like they began they, to, to they do. They didn't. They didn't do that. They didn't do that yet. They might do it in the future, but they didn't do that. Right now, she has reason to hate both of them. And again, why the most logical scenario at this point would be her versus both of them in some sort of you know bizarre thing and that's where the scenario that you're talking about where somehow nikki wins a title would make more sense because instead of doing a two out of three falls match you're doing a match that can both serve as a championship match and serve as a way to spin bailey versus sasha well there's, um, there's one other weird thing that could happen that aaron would love and that is <laughs> if Stephanie McMahon strips her. Oh, the... geez, stop. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. I just said I, that I got very, again, the fact that they, did you notice that they went from the no DQ, you know, or, or D, DQ thing to no interference? Like they slid in the no interference yeah. rule as part of it. And I wonder if somehow Stephanie is going to come back and say, that was actually interference. That was very clearly interfering I mean, with the match. All of this. So that that but, scares the but, shit out of me. But all you're doing again is going right back to the same thing. Like you're not right. you're not what we thought we were getting was Bailey versus Sasha on one side and Asuka versus Shayna on the other side. It's very clear that there's no world in which any of that makes sense at this point. Like no. that's insane. So now you're ripping it all up to do what? And and you can't get there easily which doesn't mean that they won't get there or that they won't just say well we didn't do the work but we're gonna do something anyway because lord knows they're capable of doing that but this is this is insanity like it's yeah, I, I mean to me it feels like they've decided we're kicking Shayna or not Shayna uh sasha and bailey till we can get crowds back which is insane we did we talked about that last week but it absolutely feels like what they're doing i mean it might have something to do with it and that's fine but like that again it still doesn't make sense because i don't know well, there's yeah. a million reasons it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But in the meantime, you still have a SummerSlam, and you still have to do something. And to, to your point, if the answer is we're going to use Nikki Cross in order to help us solve this, I'm on board with that because it makes more sense. Of, of what we've got at the moment, it would make the most sense to do Nikki versus Alexa on one side and Sasha versus Bailey versus Asuka on the other side. And but, then you could just have Shayna and Nia fight at SummerSlam. When when I thought that match was going to happen on Raw, I was so upset because that 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 is a badass match. Like that should happen. Well, it should on be a badass game. match. But they, there's there's one other thing that we're not taking into account here. That's possible. Charlotte would also be very. No, no, I'm not. No, Charlotte. I'm pretty sure is out. Yeah, I is think there we, a chance it's a triple threat match to unify the titles? Well, I don't think it's to unify the titles. I, I don't think that. I think they could do a two out of three falls. I don't think it would be to two unify out of three the with, with each belt in one mm-hmm. fall or whatever. Yep. Okay. Or that, whatever, or, or well. multiple falls, whatever so what you want to call do you do it. The third fall. Yeah, that's what but I don't I mean, mean two out of threes. I just mean a two fall right, match. A two a multiple fall match is what I meant. Right. Correct. Where you have both belts at stake in the same match, but it. You're you're just doing it's a that's a terrible exercise. There's no reason to do that. I don't disagree, but it's as logical as anything as they've presented. I dis I do think that there would be far more logic in having Nikki win. I I am coming around on that. That's at this today in this moment, the most logical thing you could do is have Nikki win the belt. You've you've kind of sowed a few seeds between Nikki and Alexa. You could get a good storyline out of that. And considering you only have one women's storyline at the moment, like. Even a second women's storyline, you should have two belts and two storylines at least. That would work. 
Um, I'd be for that if that ended up being the case. You spin Sasha Bailey and Asuka into one triple threat. You have Asuka win it, and that sets the Sasha Bailey thing into motion coming out of that moving forward where they've lost everything. Perhaps you have them lose tag belts as well in the meantime. And, and By the way, do I have to do the Aaron bit here? Because it begs the question, why didn't they just do that at the pay-per-view? 100%. The, like the, this is why... <laughs> I, because that's right. what I said. Remember, that was the match I called that could have gone the other way. That, that's this is why I'm saying this feels like they just made the decision. We are kicking Bailey Sasha down the road. Or, We're not breaking or, them up anytime. Or soon. what I really worry about that I I think we we have to keep coming back to is that ultimately or or maybe, but ultimately all they really care about is making sure they only feel like they feel like the only women stars they have at the moment are Sasha Bailey and Asuka, and so that's all they can do. They they don't that we wanted to believe that they believed in something with Shayna Baszler, but the truth is they don't really believe in something with Shayna Baszler. They're just doing things for the sake of doing them the same way that they've done other women's things over the years. Like, man, we'll we'll tease this for a little while, but we're not actually going to go anywhere with it because we're not going to go anywhere with it. That the answer is just Sasha, Bailey, Asuka until we can get Charlotte Flair back at some point. Was Nia Jax injured? I, I I thought that she was injured. Well, she was until the, one of the pay per views. She she disappeared after that match with Kyrie, where Kyrie got injured. So I don't know if she got injured or if it was a let's sit down for, or if it was a COVID thing. It could very well be a COVID thing. Because my question is, that could totally answer why we haven't seen Shayna Baszler. Like, if this is what they wanted to do, but they didn't have Nia. No, the, um, not, n- they again, had, they, you'd have, they weren't interacting at all before. You'd, and you'd have to be willing to, be, like, ignore. It's, well, no, of course I, they weren't interacting at all. This was the first time they interacted. I'm but saying that's my I, point is there's no reason to believe they had any interest in Shayna. Because don't forget, Shayna was going after Asuka before she disappeared, specifically and, calling and, her out by name. And even to believe that, you'd have to be willing. I get that like we can ignore some things that get reported every now and then, but like you'd have to be willing to ignore an overwhelming amount of reporting that's been done on Shayna. Like, there it's not one person that's reported that the Shayna story is just that Vince McMahon doesn't like her. It's an overwhelming amount of reporting that has been the, the, the entirety of the Shayna story is that she got there, they threw her into something, and Vince said, I don't see it, and so they just bagged it for a while. Um, so, like, I, I hope that that has changed. I hope, as we talked about in the last two weeks, I hope that either somebody has gotten his ear or they're losing everyone, has forced him to reconsider or whatever it is, but, because I gotta tell you, this fixes my complaint about Shayna from the beginning, which is that if you let her beat people like Nia Jax, she is a real contender for the championship. Not just go bite the champion in the ear or whatever on your first night in. Like I feel like that's you know those are the kind of bookings we complain about is like someone showing up and being in the title picture. I think this makes way more sense. You, if you know, I make. The, I, I think if they're putting her in a match with Nia Jax, I think that sort of goes against all the all of that reporting because obviously if she beats her, that she's going to be like you said. You can't both say that's the obvious number one contender match, even though they haven't said it, and also that they obviously have no plan. I mean, I think that no, if you we if can you say feel that, that they, way, no, 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 that that's no, they obviously match. had no plan. That that's not a debate. There was no plan for Shayna Baszler. She didn't exist. No, but like, I'm saying right now. Right, that, that two weeks changed, ago, clearly. when they realized they had no Charlotte, no. When, when you got to a point where you had lost all of your female stars, 
it appears as though either someone got Vince McMahon's ear and said, please listen to me, hear me out, I think we can make this something, or with no other options, they decided to turn to it. What I don't think is impossible is they can turn to it for two weeks and Vince McMahon can turn around and say, dude, I'm telling you, I never saw it, I still don't see it, and just bag it from there. I hope that's not the case. I hope that it really, for whatever reason, but whether how it's... how do you do what you did with her at Survivor Series if that's the case? They did what they did beyond that. They went far beyond it. And Vince McMahon just stepped right. in and said, I don't see it. You guys have sold me on this thing that I'm not into. I don't into. believe any of that. I, I think There's that's all way too much reporting on that. I, I just don't believe Brandon, it. Brandon, you're you're a hundred reports. It was not just wildly. Reports, but, the, but isn't it one report that's just being repeated a no, hundred times? No, this was from no. multiple places. This wasn't just Brian Alvarez. And this doesn't just repeat what each other says. No, you're talking about aggregating websites. These are the actual reporters, the the guys that actually report the things. Ones. All said this. They all said that this is as simple as Vince McMahon not liking Shayna Baszler. This wasn't one thing that was out there that was dangling that a bunch of people re-reported. Every one of the reputable reporters said, this is as simple as that, which we all screamed about. It makes no sense, and it makes us mad at Vince McMahon for not seeing it. But we have to be willing, like, you either have to just ignorantly or willingly, whatever you want to call it, say, I want to choose to believe that's not true for whatever reason, despite the fact that the tangible evidence that we have it suggests the exact same thing. We have anecdotal and tangible evidence that all suggests one thing. And there was the weird thing that they kept calling her NXT superstar, right? Yeah, I mean, that made no I, sense I, I either. I think that was just them being lazy, honestly. Yeah, and, I mean, we never, we never, you know, it's for what it's worth. No one ever made that tie, but I hear you, Brandon. Um, like, it's it's certainly another piece of evidence that exists. Remember when this was supposed to be the happy I segment? know, God damn it. <laughs> it always goes that way. <laughs> Just get it, get on with it. Who's next? Anyway, the point is, they the, the the women's picture is convoluted, and it makes no damn sense. It just makes no sense why they would choose to convolute it instead of going towards something. Hopefully, what we get out of it ends up being great anyway. That's what I'll say. But in the meantime, Oscar's wonderful. Who is next? Who's number two? I I, I think I, I I'm next number two. And again, go. You know, we've only and seen this is this and by the way, I put Randy Orton in my list and said nothing about Randy Orton. <laughs> What's that? I put Randy Orton number two on my list. I had Oscar and Randy Orton, and I proceeded to say zero about Randy Orton because when we like things, we say nothing about them. That's the way it works. Uh, quickly, for what it, we can't do the happy segment right. I know. Qu- quickly, quickly about the Randy Orton thing. They, I get why they wanted to quickly get to Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre. It was really wildly unnecessary for them to do it the way that they did it. That's. If, if if you're so desperate to move on, then put the Drew Dolph match at the beginning of the show. Like, it's not hard. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it suddenly became a non-title match, so Dolph gave up the I'll give you any stipulation for a non-title match. Correct. Yeah, that that was bizarre. And and, and they just emasculated it for no reason. Like, why, why did I need to watch? I I didn't need to watch the end of the, ma- the, the show. Or, or just not have Randy Orton cut the promo yeah. and have him attack him after right. the match. Right, there's a there, million there's ways. There's a like... reason that hour was the worst third hour in the history of Raw. Uh, it was not good. Rated. No, oh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm not talking gotcha. quality-wise. I'm talking gotcha. rating-wise. It yeah, was the I mean, worst third hour in the history of Raw. Like, like it's ju- I, I certainly understand the need to try to position your, your big SummerSlam. Like, they, they, you feel that way. But either one, decide that two weeks ago and don't do the things that you did. Or two, it's as simple as put the Dolph Drew match at the beginning of the show, have Drew win it, and then do the Randy Orton thing at the end of the show. 
Simple or as that. Match at the end of the show, leave five minutes. Well, have but more I, KO and grab a mic. But I, but I like the idea of doing something important in the beginning of the match and something important beginning of the show and something important at the end of the show. Just flip flop the two things, <laughs> or it's, find something else important. No, well, I mean, that's <laughs> that's asking a lot, bro. That's asking a lot. <laughs> All right, fine. Happy, number two. <laughs> number two, happy. Um, I think on Wednesday night we saw the best promo of 2020. I, I really think the MJF promo. Oh, as, no, as you don't. As the Edge promos I have, were. As I have oh problems God. with it. Oh, my God. I, what, who are you? Wait, what? you didn't like the MJF promo? Oh, I love the MJF promo. Oh, oh, Except oh, oh, there's. you like him. Okay, no, 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 I, no, I no. Think that was the best promo. No, that you're, you're, now that's, that's where you're insanely wrong. You you don't you missed it. MJF cut the most amazing promo we've ever seen yeah. on the wrong wrestler. On Cody Rhodes. He cut oh, well, a Cody terrible. Rhodes yeah, promo of course, of course, and then suddenly swerved it. John Moxley. But it, it makes it worthless. That is a big problem. It's a massive problem. I, you can't say that was good. They they did everything <laughs> they were supposed to do. And I'm so glad we're on the same page it's, on this. One. It's insane. It it poisoned the whole thing. If you were trying Dude, to get, I was the, crying laughing when you, he said John Moxley. I, I lost like, my I mind. Literally lost it. You couldn't. If you want to get to MJF John Moxley, no problem. But what you can't do is have him cut a Cody Rhodes promo and then insert John Moxley's name. It's it it ruins the whole thing. It was it was I I peed myself. It was so unbelievable. I. I, as it was building up, I started to say to myself, look, I don't know why they would go back to Cody Rhodes and MJF, but, like, like, it's better than what they've been doing with MJF, so, like, okay, I'll live with it. Like, I, And before he said it, I was like, oh, no, he's going to say and it's John Moxley. I, I had the exact same sinking feeling of, <laughs> holy shit, they're so far up their own asses, they don't know what they just did. They have, And by the way, it, by the way, apparently that's okay because Aaron didn't either. Aaron got no, suckered I mean, into no, it. No, no, I saw it. I thought it was Cody. I thought it was Cody the whole entire time. But it was so fucking good that I don't give a fuck. No, like, it, disagree. I, I want MJF as high as you can get. And by the way, I don't want MJF to interact with Cody because nothing good can come I, with I agree that. with that. But that's why you can't have him cut the Cody Rhodes promo. You can't <laughs> literally. And then the, the, the promo makes no sense when you use John Moxley. Like, it ruins the whole thing. There is, he has no the, point. There, there's enough of it that it does make sense. Because here's the thing. As much as Cody has been cutting the promo, if you if you include the podcast and the interviews and the stuff outside the wrestling world, like, Moxley is doing all that stuff as well. No, he's not it's facing that, whoever no, he not. wants. That's, he, oh, that's a hundred. He's everything that, that don't, he don't, said he don't did. try to save this. No, 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 no. No, Cody's absolutely the poster boy. But if you don't think Moxley has been saying those same things in interviews you know, to Sports Illustrator or whoever else, he absolutely has been saying those then, things. Then maybe but you need absolutely to... absolutely Cody is the face of it, no, for so sure. Listen, wait, let me let me break this down a little bit for you. He pivoted to Moxley-specific things about halfway, 60% into it. The first yes. 50% of this had nothing to do with... Zero. It 100% Cody Rhodes. Wait, wait, he said the words, he just faces whoever he wants. That, it's insanity yeah. like it's an insane yeah. when you try to make it about John Moxley you can't and even your stretch is to say well he does it in other interviews that you have to say that the programming doesn't suggest that's true the programming suggests you just cut a promo like it would be like saying all of the same things and then said and that's why I'm 
I'm coming after Luchasaurus. Like, it's it's <laughs> illogical. And by the way, because it was such a good promo, I would be like, that's the greatest promo ever. It makes no sense, but it's the greatest it, promo ever. It's, this, was, this was awful. I mean, it was awful because, to, to Brandon's point, it was telegraphed. It was, they set you up, and then they bizarrely spun it to another thing that makes no sense, which literally feels like them laughing at you. That they're oh, laughing they, they purposely at you. did this. There's it, no way that was insane an accident. That they cut had him cut that promo. It's it's batshit nuts. It's I, I'm I'm at a loss for words as to what happened. Um, I it and and what makes it worse is it makes me less interested in MJF and John Moxley because if if the premise of MJF John Moxley is that this is what MJF is mad about. None of this works. Like th- th- this is worth being mad about, but you're mad about the you're mad at the wrong guy. Um, the the, the John Moxley character, as exists on on AEW, has been none of these things. He, by well, the way, but John that, Moxley that also, does not run the, way, the company in if, any way. If, if MJF cuts that promo on Cody, MJF is the face. That's uh, part of the ag- problem. Agreed. If MJF cut, cuts that promo on, and that's why. As as ridiculous as it is, some of it, like at least you can make the case that, like you said, he's cutting the promo on the wrong guy. He's a heel because of it. Have you ever heard of Have you ever heard of the expression, um, taking over the narrative? Oh, I so, I, sure. I I read exactly what you're, and that's and I. If if he cut this on Cody, you could argue they're taking over the narrative, and and not it's not him being a face, right? He, you're you're taking over the narrative because you're having the dickhead characters it's, say it's, all this. It's stuff. Eight Mile. It's it's right. it's Bunny Rabbit. It's I'm going to tell you everything right. that's wrong about me, so you can't say it anymore. Like right. if I already acknowledge what's wrong with me, then you can't. What what can you do? You're you're right. you've got no arrows left in your quiver. Um, this this was one of the most absurd things I've and it. <laughs> It's it's terrible because I love MJF. I love MJF being moved into this position. I love the fact that they're defaulting back to work they previously did, and that MJF should have always been in this position. Um, but this, which was such a wonder, I mean, it really was delivered. What you're what you think you're saying yes. is true. What you th- it's just that you're not actually saying it. What you think you're saying is he delivered it so well. It was so good. The problem yes. is the ultimate product is shit. Because it makes no sense. It's 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 absolute absurdity, and and leaves me sort of saying like, am am I going crazy? Thank God, Brandon understands. Um, like, I, oh, dude, I immediately was like, I I couldn't wait to do the podcast whenever I saw that pro- it's, promo. It's it's I couldn't I, fucking believe it. It's it's unthinkable. It is unthinkable <laughs> that they did that. And and even if it was nothing more than happenstance, right? Like, even if it was, we're going to give MJF some freedom to go cut a promo, and MJF was just trying to cut a good heel promo, at some point, somebody had to find out what he was saying and say, whoa, 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 <laughs> yeah. dude. That, that, that's when the script writers might actually work. Yeah, like, whoa, hey, chief. Um, no, <laughs> no, can't, <laughs> can't do that. That's... That's uh, that's that's a that's a different guy. <laughs> you're, you're uh, like I was waiting for him to call him the son of Dusty Rhodes. Like, <laughs> do you imagine it? Moxley, you're just living off of your dad's reputation. Like, it would be like me walking in and saying, you know, you know who I hate 
the quarterback who wears number eight and plays in Baltimore. I hate Patrick Mahomes. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? I I am. I, I mean, the only thing in there that was even remotely Moxley related was the paradigm thing. Like, that's the only thing. Well, and that's that's whenever that was the part where right. I knew. I right. Right. Like, but it's literally no. the only line in the entire promo that made any sense. Like, it's it's insanity. It <laughs> And because of that, I can't even give it that it's a good promo because it's. It's, 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 I'm literally cut. It be like me getting, if you and Aaron, you'll never get an award. So we don't have to worry about this. But if you were to be getting an award and I was to be said, Hey, I need you to, to introduce Aaron as he gets this award, which again, we never have to worry about. Uh, yeah. um, and I were to stand up and say, <laughs> you know, what makes Aaron so great is that, um, you know, he was undrafted out of Maryland and he busted his ass to be on a bunch of different NFL teams. And he was a rapper. And he did videos. And then he was signed by the WWE. Like, and I give you Aaron Oster. <laughs> like, I mean, that all sounds correct to me. I don't know what you're talking about. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I want to love MGF, and I, MJF because I do love MJF. And in general, if you had asked me this question two days ago... I might have still wanted to include MJF, but I can't believe, I can't believe you're reacting to that promo that way. I, it, it, again, it was because it was really the first time in eight months that we've seen MJF cut loose. And that excited me. No, it, it truly did. The I understand the problem. The second time. Yeah. When I mean, had he been cut loose since Cody? Like fucking two weeks ago. Wait, what are you talking about cutting loose? I'm talking about cutting, you know, Giving him time, cutting a true 15-minute epic promo. He just, took, he just did it two weeks ago. But not to this level. Not to this level. No, but I'm saying it's not like they haven't been giving him the mic. I mean, he they, just did but, it but, two, but they, three weeks ago. But I, I felt like, you know, like you said, three weeks ago they gave him a mic, but it was kind of felt, uh, you know, they gave him a mic to keep him relevant. This was, you Didn't know. Didn't we MJ... talk about that promo for like tw- 15 minutes? Well, about... we talked about what they were doing because we were talking about, all right, so yeah. what are they doing? Are they doing Cage? Are they doing... You know, and no, but we talked stuff. about the promo because he said he said something. Right, it but was, we talked about the con, but we didn't talk about it as the you know an MJF top tier promo. I understand what you're saying, and I mostly agree with what you're saying, but I'm not gonna say that I do because you guys tore me up over the swamp match <laughs> and the where it was in the pay per view, so you don't get the context of this either. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you both. <laughs> um, what? Uh, <laughs> Look, man, <laughs> if you're asking me if I love MJF, I love MJF, and I'm yeah. glad that they're do- – if yeah. you eliminated this promo and just told me – if all if I didn't watch AEW this week and you just said, I've got great news, they finally came out of this with purpose for John Moxley and a meaningful number one contender and purpose for MJF, I would say glory be, right? Like I would just sit down, open up my arms, and look to the heavens. But instead – it's going to take me a while to forget that this happened. Like this is one of the most insane things I've ever seen in professional wrestling. Um, if I hadn't said, if you want to know the truth, I didn't watch AEW until the time between my show ended today at noon. We taped today at two 30. I watched AEW between the two things. I, we watched it at the exact same. Time, I Glenn. sent you the text <laughs> about what we were going to do on this show before I saw the MJF promo. 
if I hadn't sent you the text already, the first 30 minutes of this show were going to be about the insanity of this promo. It's, and I honest to God, like would have pulled the audio. Like I, I, I almost had a second right before we started to say, I'm just going to do it anyway, because it's so unbelievably insane. It's, it's so out there. Um, I, I am like, I, I just, it is ripe for parody, man. It is so ripe for parody because it just feels like I could make, I could do an MJF promo now for the next two months. Like I could sit down and say like, God, I want to tell you guys about my wife. I love her. She books artists at Ram's head. Uh, she's a huge Steelers <laughs> fan. She's, she's from Altoona. Like she went to she Penn survived state. Cancer, she survived cancer. It's, it's, it's just a heroic thing. My wife, Margaret, like, I mean, could you imagine <laughs> I could do like it is, it's, it's so bad. It's parody to me. Like I, all I can do to make the joyful is to make fun of it forever because it's just, it's, you literally described a person to a T <laughs> you, all you didn't say was he was the TNT champion. <laughs> Like you described everything about him, and then you bizarrely said he was someone else. Like, like you started doing the promo, and somebody like got in your ear, like, "Oh no, this was supposed to be about Moxley," and you were like, "Hey, you loved it when our truth did it." Yes, because that's his character. <laughs> that is the only context in which this would make sense. Correct. Come on, you, you loved it when our truth thought ladder matches were Royal Rumble. Yes, of course I on. did. So MJF just becoming our truth. How dare you? How dare well, you criticize yeah. MJF for this? By the way, my number one is our truth and Orange Cassidy. I'm just gonna get out of the way now. I'll let Brandon do his two and one. <laughs> my number one is a combination of our truth and Orange Cassidy because there's the be- they're the best things on on all programming. So that yeah. that's my number one. We are number one. I thought we were no. You still have two. your number two. You but, have number but two. Because he brought up our truth, I just you know. Like it's what it is. You can do do we're, your. We're running out of time, and we yeah, spent this entire do, happy segment bitching. Do your two. That's what we do. Do your two and your one, and then I'll let Aaron do his one. All right. So when I made my list, um, <clears throat> I made sure that the first couple. So my headspace was I wanted it to be about not mo, like my number one and number two things to be about fresh, new things that weren't like the obvious and I left those for my lower um, numbers. So that's why this isn't going to seem like it makes sense, but I'm most excited to see what happens with these two things because they're fresh. They're new. They could totally blow up in a week. And I kind of like to live in that world. As you guys know, Um, (laughs) Dexter Loomis is number two on my list. Okay. All right. I love this guy. I, w- I like here's I how- want I want to I want to love Dexter Loomis I want to join you there. there there are aspects I love and there's but there's something missing right now there is something missing he's not there and that's why I said I want I wanted to live a little dangerously in my top two because I wanted them to be about emerging things that could go either way that could blow up in my face and I really I didn't understand at first and now after I've listened to like four podcasts that had who's the who's who of who's making decisions and who's running storylines. Every single one of them had this guy in their list of people to watch um, along with the, the names of people like who do you like most in NXT? Johnny Gargano. So, and so, so, and so Dexter Loomis. I mean, it's, it's, it was pretty crazy to hear. And then along with that, I like the idea of them putting these guys 
it looks like all the emerging stars into this North American title match, which I do like the idea of it not being Finn Balor and all the people that we are used to being in the top of the card. Um, so I, 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 I don't know. I'm going to reserve my right to make a decision after we see who's in the match. I wouldn't be surprised to see him win this match. Um, He's the, I mean, if you're, you know, based on what we know so far, the two entrants and next week's match, he's the favorite, I would well, say. Well, he had some really cool moments in that match. Uh, the ending was cool. The finish was cool to the match. Um, you know, I think him making Timothy Thatcher pass out is a big statement. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like what they're doing with him. I hope they continue, and I like the weirdness of it. It's different. It's- I, I agree that it's different, and I want to like it more. I know this can sound like a small thing. It's really hard to get into somebody who's like en- talk. and whose entrance is so nothing. You know what I mean? Like, but the, I, I feel like that's the beauty of I, it. And I know that's the concept. And I and I get that it's it's just like it's more like I can acknowledge that it's happening more than I can really get into it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's a, it's an art film. Like you can say, the yeah, art film is good. I'm just yeah. not gonna watch it again. It's yeah. Exactly. And, and what and the other thing I'm excited about is in this period. This guy has a lot of opportunities for things. Um, this is the kind of character that you could totally do these cinematic things with, that you could do some really weird, creepy things with. So I'm excited for him to get maybe an opportunity to show some more weirdness on the show. I, I, I'm almost afraid of him in that world. Like, I think <laughs> he, he works. He works as kind of creepy guy in wrestling. But once you put him into a cinematic world, you're going to go completely overboard and just destroy him. See, here's the thing. I'm going to say something unpopular. I actually loved what they did with him and Roderick Strong. I thought it was hilarious. I love seeing the guy pop up places. And it was a little goofy, but I kind of like goofy sometimes. And I that's where my mind's going with it. I, like, I, that's where I started to like him a lot. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool to have this like creepy dude that's just showing up. And now, of course, there's been a lot of problems with interjecting him into other things. But... I'm hopeful that they can figure this guy out. Seems like a lot of people like him and that they want to. So, all right, uh, we're running low. What, what's your number one? Matt Riddle. Um, Matt Riddle is the future of SmackDown. Uh, it's going to take a while to get there, but he, he's eventually the world champion. I think I like the idea of Matt Riddle as the face of the show. There is no doubt in my mind that Matt Riddle would be higher on my list. I'm just. Th- there's the thing. Yeah. yeah you know, like it's, it's, I I have I I have heard arguments as to why I shouldn't be as worried about it, but I I think really what this is is unfortunately because of how the Velveteen Dream thing went, it's going to be very difficult for me to feel complete faith and confidence um, when I'm dealing with this. Look, I'm I'm with you in general about Matt Riddle. I think he's great. He's looked great. He's all of those things. It's just I can't help but have that little sort of nervous tick. Um, that's all. That's all. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, he's been he's been awesome. I mean, well, what was it when I came back from WrestleMania in Dallas four years ago? I said Matt Riddle is oh yeah going I mean, to be WWE champion and he's going to be WWE champion. No, I mean, look, he's every no, Matt Riddle's incredible. There's no there's no as the performer Matt Riddle is incredible. There's no yeah. question about that. I just I just I just wish we could have this conversation without having to think about that. That's all. Yep. Like I just wish one hundred percent. All right, Aaron, you're number one. Uh, um, you know, I, I said last week what I, you know, on a weekly basis, what storyline had me most interested in tuning into a show. And it's still the case, even though 
I thought the contract signing was a little bit weird with FTR, but everything around a little uh, weird. Omega, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. But the, everything around FTR, Omega and Page, and the Young Bucks, I, I think is great right now. I, I, it's the most interesting thing on television to me. You know, it's funny. I'd scratch if you looked at my page, you'd see I'd scratch off the AEW tag team thing, um, because ultimately, like. It's still a little too convoluted for me, right? Like, it's still... But I, I don't think it's convoluted in a bad way. It feels like they're going somewhere, and they're just going lots of places to get there. It's it's starting to get infected by the virus, though. That's one of the issues with for me, is that with fucking Arn Anderson in that segment... Like, what is that? <laughs> you're yeah, starting to no, infect I, I, it I with said, the virus. Said, the Cody that. virus. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, what is that? I, I'm hoping it's just a one-time thing to be like, oh, yeah, these guys are serious tag wrestlers, and I don't know why they didn't include Tully. That would have made more sense. But... By the way, I also have to call out the tag team thing because um, there are members of the roster that apparently think it's more important to beat the shit out of Cody Rhodes than to win the tag team championships. I mean... I, they yeah. literally had a fucking tag team match, uh, title, title match, match, and they decided they would decided they would go risk getting their ass kicked to to try to. I mean, it's. I, I mean, it, that was one of the most absurd things. Well, no, I wait, do, wait, 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 wait. That wasn't Evil Uno and Stu. It was their that fucking was, group. Like, shouldn't right. they worry yes, about their yes. people winning the tag Correct. team titles? Than well, beating un, up un, unless, random unless, people. Well, since the only way to get a title shot in wrestling is to beat up somebody, maybe Brody's. At all out. But why wasn't anybody Cody. helping? Their oh, I assume. By the way, Aaron, I'm. They're beating up Cody Rhodes. Right. By the way, I do assume that you're going to Cody versus Brody. Yeah. yeah. I assume. Which. That's what the case is. But yeah, again, deal with that next week. Your fucking boys have a tag title match. Next week, you can worry about Cody Rhodes. That's insane. And it's not like it's not like Cody like it was out of nowhere. And, well, it, and it, like, it felt like was a story well, it was we about. we know why that happened because they needed someone to attack Cody so stupid Matt right, Cardona right, right. Come out. It feels like it was a well, it, I know, but you're just that's not I know it wasn't. But, but it's they, not just those, fine. No, okay, hold on. If it was if it was Evil Uno and Stu coming out and attacking, I'd have a problem with it. When it's one of 20 members of the Dark Order coming out, I don't consider that a well, knock. Why couldn't anyone effort. attack him? Like, why couldn't and, and Wardlow attack? Because I mean, they I don't have know. twenty people. Well, and because the in their Order, mind, so in their mind, they're trying to get towards Cody Brody, right? Like, and and so yeah. I I understand that, but that can wait a week. Like, you're, I, I, you're, I don't I don't view that as a knock on the tag division. I disagree. Yeah. Well, it it is it is a knock because it goes back to the bigger problem that like. You know, we we have um, we have tag teams that aren't tag teams. We have there's a million things in here. When what what you should just have is this embarrassment of tag riches and a tag division that should just be glorious, right? Like that's at heart what it should be. Um, instead, it gets sort of lost in these other things where the Dark Order is a tag team, but they're not, and they care, but they don't, and that that's not okay. That that's, by the way. There was also like a hundred tag team matches on Dynamite, and none of them were like tag team matches. They were guys put together. There, there was a five on five. There was a the main event was a tag team match. You've got lots of tag team matches without the tag teams. <laughs> I, I thought. I mean, the tag team titles were ta- unless you, you're still saying Page and Omega aren't a tag team. Which well, I'll, you know, I'm, you know, whatever. Well, your mm-hmm. champions aren't a tag team. Yeah, I mean that's that has been part of the issue. story, right? Like, which wasn't an issue until you realized how many effing tag teams you had and what an embarrassment of riches it was. And you know, like at that point, your your tag titles should just be what the tag division is competing for, and not ways to tell other stories. 
But then you also have a problem when you brag about how good your tag teams are and you have this co- contract signing where you're stressing that you're going to have these rules and all this dumb shit. And then all of your tag team matches don't have tag teams or their tag teams are in like five on five matches with other people. The main event was a tag team match of other guys. Like, I, I don't know if I believe that every single tag, you know, like... I, I don't know. You have a hundred tag right. teams. Right. To your point, there there will be tag matches that involve people that aren't in tag teams. Like that's, but it's that's every week. Like, I, I, right. It's every week. But no, I, I, I don't have a problem with putting together singles guys either. Like, no, and I, but I think we're on the tag right. Hang on, those are two different conversations. No, but when you don't do the matches and you do that instead, yeah, it that, is a problem. That what I would say is in it, what the tag division on it is so good and so deep. There should be two or three really great tag matches between members of the tag division every yes. week. It's yeah. so good and so deep, and they should be competing, and it should be relevant and all of those things. If you're not doing that, then I can't keep saying how good the tag division is because I'm not seeing how good the tag division is. Here's, here's the problem with that, though. So what you're and, – and, like, let's say, you know, they clearly want to do um, – yeah, uh, you, in, in the five-on-five match, they want to do more of Best Friends versus Inner Circle, and they want to do more of Jurassic Express versus Inner Circle. You just have those matches over and over, and then it gets into the WWE problem where they're having the same damn matches every week. I like the idea of mixing it up a little bit, but, but while but still they haven't the even feuds. done those matches to do them, but not... they want to do it at a big point, so they don't want to do it now, but, and I'm okay but, with that. Because hang on, but what is that match? Like, what is that? What is the Best Friends versus Inner Circle match that we're waiting for? Best Friends versus Santana and Ortiz. Like I, I think that's a fun match. I think I it's a fun match, a but level, and I don't want to see it that doesn't, three times in five weeks. I don't think you have to do it three times in five weeks. I think you can do best friends one week versus uh, you know Hager and Guevara and best friends you know, yeah. or and like I think there's a million but, but different I, ways I of doing it. I don't it. think it's a problem to put them into ten man either. Why is that no, a problem? It's not a, pro- it's not a problem on an, in and of itself. It's a problem because it's supplanting the t- actual tag team division. Like you can't say that anybody's a contender if nobody ever wrestles. I, like part of the reason why I think that the AEW tag team is so uh, division is so good is because um, private party's part of it. Where the fuck is private party? Yeah. Like part it, of the reason I think their division is so good is because like Butcher and the Blade are part of it. Well, where the fuck are Butcher and the Blade? Like well, they I, were there last week. last week. They were there for one. Like I mean, like you you we talk about how good and how deep the division is, and that's the reason why I considered for my list. And again, if you saw my list right now, you'd see it scratched off. In fact, I started at number three. Before I accidentally scratched it off. Because in thinking about the division, I said, I, I know how deep it is and how good it is, but I'm not actually but getting here's, that. Here's, here's the problem with what you say. Okay, let's, let's replace the 10-man with a tag match. Then the, the teams that weren't in that, the 10-man are now off the show. You need to get all of these guys in. You need the 8-man. You need the 10-man. Because it is so deep. Well, but there's other room on this. Well, you're suggesting you tag matches too. Like, like my point is this: the main event was two, uh, two singles guys versus two singles guys. The main event next week is well, maybe it's not the main event, but it's definitely one of the featured matches. Is the same fucking thing, and they're doing Super Friends over and over and over. Instead, it, it it's like they don't have time for both. You I, know? Here's the, what I would say: is I don't have it. I that's less of my issue. More of my issue is focused on the actual tag division, which is it's deep, it's really good, but we're not really seeing it. But we're just but not. You argue that my issue is why you're not. And, seeing well, it? I think there's a million. No, I, I mean, I, I think we're seeing more tag teams because they're putting. Like we would not have seen Santana and Ortiz wrestle if it wasn't for that ten man. 
uh, okay, for this week, that's the case, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if we'll see them wrestle again next week. Like, what I would say is, Brandon, when I, you were doing matches that were like the Uch- the Lucha Bros, FTR, and those people yeah. were in the eight man tags. That's less yeah. of an issue when it's Chris Jericho and Super Friends versus Super Friends. That's <laughs> where it becomes more of a thing. Which, but again, in and of itself, is not an issue. It's an issue if you do I, it every. Let me let me try week. to ask the question this week. How many actual tag teams did we see wrestle on Dynamite this week? Okay, so we saw the best friends. We saw the Jurassic Express. We saw Santana and Ortiz. Right, all in we one match. We saw the tag champions. We saw the Dark wait, 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 wait. I said wrestle. Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. We saw the tag champs. I, did they? What was that match? They, they defended the titles against. against the oh, in the tag match. Thank you. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Correct. Who didn't care that they were had a match because they? They cared. They didn't run out. I, I still I don't I don't view that one as a criticism. I still don't. I, I think there is a I'd like to see more SCU. I'd like to see more Lucha Brothers, but I don't know. Like, where Look, do I you think... want them in the show this week? Oh, oh I mean, you don't want to. You I'm don't. Saying, you really don't want to. Okay, if, if you want to say get a, get rid of Cody. That's yeah, I mean, fine, like that's the problem. But, I, we, but we're doing a lot of that, and that's and that's. <laughs> hang on. That's that's part of the that's part of the reason why I'm struggling with this, right? Like. You can't, you don't get credit for something that you're not doing. I can't give you credit for know, how when, good the tag when, division when they is. They dedicated an hour of the time, even if it's not quite exactly how you want it, but an hour of the time to tag teams. But they're not. You're saying know. that they're they doing that. That, that. The first night match wasn't about the tag teams. The first match was about Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. They happened yeah. to throw the tag teams in. Don't try to pull some shit that that was about the tag teams. It was in By zero the way, ways the about the tag teams. you're making right now, Aaron, you could have made about WWE. Like which, which you, is what? That they have all these great tag teams, and that's why their tag division is great. But they weren't having them wrestle. They wasn't even that they Neither were doing the eight tags. <laughs> I mean, we're seeing. I'm, I'm seeing these guys wrestle, so I'm a little bit more lenient on it. Every now and then, you're seeing them wrestle. Like every now and then, the WWE tag teams were in the Andre the 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 giant. Okay, come on, you're not comparing this to the Andre the giant. But you're trying. But hang on, I'm not. I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you a point. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not. But you're also you're stupid. Stop, stop, stop. You're trying to get a point for the first segment of the show, and you don't because you know that had nothing to do with the tag teams. It had. It that was all that was was furthering along Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy. That's it. That's the only reason that thing existed. Was to further along that that so well, you? Uh, I guess I guess here's did did you like the fact that they did put like Kazarian in the tag in the uh, the crowd watching it to bring them into the tag title match? I mean, like they brought they they had the Young Bucks sitting there, they had Kazarian sitting there. Did they have Phoenix? I can't remember. No, I don't think they had Phoenix. But they were very clearly saying, "Look, here's the tag team. We I, are." I think know, they want. I think they want credit for something that they're not doing. It's what it they they have. What did they try to declare was the greatest tag match of all time a few weeks ago? That, that the, was the Page Omega versus the Bucks, and it was just it was okay. Like it was. I, I, see, and, and you're not gonna I'm, you're not gonna get me to disagree with there. I think it was better than okay. I think it was a lot better than okay. I don't know if it was the greatest tag match ever. It, was it wasn't the in the conversation of the greatest was, tag matches ever. It, it, was it wasn't. Really, it was a really, 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 really good match. It was and by the way, that wasn't match. the one. There was another was one really they tried. Great there was another one they tried. That wasn't the one. And no, there was that, one no, that, that literally was, was the one. No, there no, was no, 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 no. 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 That's right. There, there was, was an, one before that. That, that was absurd. I mean, this well, was no, before. No, 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 they tried to make the uh, the Hager Moxley yes. matches to the no, main no, that wasn't no, no, it. No, no, no. no was they specifically. Tag, Glenn's right about this. They specifically. The one that Glenn specifically bitched about a couple months back was that one. No, no, I'm telling you, there was a different one. I might have bitched again, but that 
I think I did. In fact, when I said that, I didn't even do it. There was another one that it was comical. There was another tag match that they tried saying might be the greatest tag match of all time. And this has got to go back a little I, bit further. I don't remember because I, I remember because remember they did the, the oh my God, the tech. The tag team thing is great because that was what you were bitching about was the promo about how great tag team match and the specific one they highlighted was the Young Bucks and Cajun America. Uh, no, but it was before that though. It was before the Revolution match. It was a match before that. Oh, I'm that the match that. that I'm thinking of predates like coronavirus. Like it, yeah. it predates yeah. empty arenas. It was. It, it, was it the latter match at all out? The Lucha versus the maybe might have been that. Like might have been that. They have been trying to get credit for something that they're not doing the work. Like, they're not doing the work. They're telling you they have this amazing tag division. This is not as good. If you, right now, New Day versus um, the Usos versus Sheamus and Cesaro every week is a thousand times better. I'm telling you that because I knew every week I was getting it. Every week I was getting those guys. Every month I was getting, and I those three were so good together. Well, hold on, if, if we're talking about those three, then every you know for the past month, every week we've been seeing FTR, Young Bucks, and Omega and Page. Not wrestling. But we but we didn't see the Usos every week wrestling. It was they they took turns. Like <laughs> right. if, if we're saying, if we're just saying, if we're I'm just saying if we're comparing that right now, but when right, I'm the entire tag division, I'm saying my number one honestly was those three teams and everything they're doing around those three dancing around it. If you want to take this to an indictment of the entire tag division, okay, yeah, I would have liked to see Private Party get a lot more action. I mean, but I want to. As I want to see those. I think the top has me every bit as compelled. I I want as... if they've got an embarrassment of riches of tag division of a tag division, I want them to see it because what I'm really seeing, and this is why it's difficult, what I'm really seeing feels way more like Friends of Cody. What yes. that, that's a, 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 it's but, but the Friends is, of Cody the story being told is, is good, but it's, it's not great. a tag team story. It's not a that's tag right. team story. I, I don't it's know about Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Right, like it's, and, and if you want to say that, no, okay, fine. If you want to say Hell No wasn't a tag team and all that stuff, fine. I, I'll give you that. Well, I mean that because that's the whole indictment of the well, WWE but, tag team system. No, because the, the kind uh, of teams we, it ended up being was Team Hell No. True. It's true. No, the, 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 the whole indictment was that they literally had two teams or three teams, and they but didn't. They, have, they also used. Use the tag team belt. Yeah, we to talked about this specifically. A singles wrestling for, on yeah. Raw for a long time. We talked specifically that the problem was that like they just they they didn't use their actual tag teams and they just yeah. you know they, that was a specific thing we discussed regularly about Raw. Look, yes. I I I think it's been I think the that Kenny and Hangman are interesting. I really do. I think they're really interesting. Yes. Like yeah. and that's all I'm Agreed. saying is that whole everything going around around about the top three is to me. The most interesting thing. On I am right not now. as interested in the Bucks at the moment as you are. I I am not. I don't think that they have played a significant role in this. I I think they're they've just kind of been there. Um, and I think that we give them again. We give them a pass because they're the Bucks, right? And we know, like, see, I, I I but I believe they've gone more than that because I think by in, by inserting FTR into it, like right now, where do you think they're going? Personally, I think we're going towards Page and FTR against the Bucks and Omega. Like that, and to me, if that's the the question of if they're going there is interesting to me. But how can you do that? I mean, right now, Omega is very clearly a prick. But they're the tag title. They're, they're they're holding the tag titles. You're gonna put them on either side of, before they well, lose you, the titles. You had them, yeah, you had them lose pretty soon here. To who? It doesn't matter. I mean, I but that, I but that goes back to the problem. To the dark order. It, it does go back to why I can't give them credit, right? Like you're talking <laughs> right. about sort of throwing <laughs> like, away, like the, 
To me, it's not about the tag titles. To me, it's about the storyline. But I can't ignore the, the fact part you just me. proved Glenn right. Yeah, I can't. Why? Because you're. Because if it's not about the tag titles, your tag division doesn't matter and it's garbage. But I'm not arguing about the tag. I understand the tag division as a whole into it. I said this. I, I understand. Is the most I understand. Thing on I television. understand what you're saying. And and maybe I would listen more to you if you remove the tag titles from it. Like okay. it, so, maybe. So let's say let's say it all out. They lose the tag titles to Lucha Brothers. I don't know how they get back in the, the but, I mean, this is, but it's part of the problem. Like, you have all these guys dancing with each other, <laughs> and it's not including your tag division. So now either you're just going to have a random thing where we got to get rid of the tag belts, so we'll just drop them on anybody that we haven't been promoting for a little I mean, while. I, I, by the way, I don't think that you – like, there is a way that FTR can win the titles – and because of how it happens, Omega is a huge dick, and Paige would rather. Well, that would you know, be, I would. I would say that buddies. would be better. I would say that would be better than the other scenario that you're presenting. Yeah, okay, that would be a better way of going right. about yeah. doing it. The FTR or the Bucks, whoever it is, win the titles because of how it happens. Paige and Omega but split up. I would. I would say. It, but it I would suggest in general that your tag titles in what's supposed to be the greatest tag division ever shouldn't just sort of be a kind of a prop. Like the, now that I that you're right, I would have had them lose it a long time ago. But it doesn't take it to me. It doesn't take anyway. This storyline I think is really good. Okay, I mean I I happy I, happy I show. The oh. Yeah, I just I just can't get talked into the tag title or the the tag team division being awesome and mattering right now. But as far as and like, and, and I get Aaron's Aaron's point is that he's that that's that not what he's saying. Right now is very good. A- Aaron's saying that's not what he's saying. He's only talking specifically about it, and that's and to some extent that's fine. But you can't ignore the fact that they yeah. still have the tag belts involved. Like, yes. and that that makes me have to put it in the picture. But again, happy, 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 happy. <laughs> that's what no, this show was this week. Just, right now. just, just really happy. All right. Uh, anybody want to plug did in? We miss anything? <laughs> Um, I think, well, I mean, like we, we joked about SummerSlam at the beginning. We'll see what ends up happening with it. Like I, I do, I, I, here's what I will say that I agree with this. The, the performance center look is getting too monotonous. Even, yeah. even, you know, you, it makes, it makes wrestling hard to watch. Just the same thing. The you same know, look, the same sound, well, but you know, what's funny about it. I don't feel the same way about Daly's place and it might only because we only see it once a week. Right, like it might be that yeah. we because we only get either. it for two hours a week. I also think it has to yeah. do with it being open, and like sometimes the sun's up, sometimes the sun's down, yeah. sometimes it's a slightly different look. Like there's a breeze. Uh, I I agree with you. I don't have the same problem with Daly's place. Yeah, this is this is unique to the performance it's a WWE center. problem. And I would even argue it's unique to the size. Like it it just does kind of look like you're wrestling in a middle school wrestling room. Like you know. I, I think if they were doing it at a big arena, maybe it wouldn't look the exact same way at all times. Like, I don't know. I I, I, I think that he, he's right. And, like, here's how this is going to end, is me giving Vince McMahon credit. I think, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I think he's right about this. I don't think it's easy mm-hmm. to quantify, but I think he's right to try to find somewhere else to run SummerSlam. Um, I was watching GCW over the weekend. They had it at the boardwalk in Atlantic City. And just because it looked different, it was, you know, it caught the eye. Yep. Sure. yep. And I don't know that you can do it every week, but I think you should be trying to do it here from time to time. Where, like, I get for production costs why you want to keep it in the same place. And unfortunately, what you have is the Performance Center, whereas the cons own Daly's place. So it's easy for them to say, well, we ain't doing shit else with this place. Like, there's no concerts right now. Just... Put your your wrestling stuff up, and we we can save production costs that way. Um, I I think he's right. I think it has an impact. I'm not saying it explains all everything about the ratings or it's what really matters most, but I think he's right to try to move it. 
Uh, and Leo Rush showed up at, but he said that's it, right? He said he's done. Well, so he said he was done before wrestling that match too. Okay, so, so we don't care. All right, very good. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's one of the things. It's cool. I love that they went back to that because you know that was one of the feuds of the indie scenes before uh, Leo made the jump to WWE. So it was really cool to see. Uh, I just, you know. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. All right, I'm 15 minutes late. I was supposed to leave a All long right. time ago. Go. Uh, anybody want to plug anything? At nope. the Aoster. At the no. Aoster, at Brandon Linton, at AJ Francis 410 at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. I hope you guys enjoyed our happy show. <laughs> We failed. This at is that. no, you really know what? Badly. This nothing in cap. This is actually one of my favorite shows. If I'm being honest with you, it's one of my favorite shows because even when we were purposely trying to be happy, we weren't capable of doing it. Um, all right. Uh, for we could have got a lot sadder too. Oh God, no oh, doubt. Yeah, no doubt. For uh, Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event, vent, vent, AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jumping out. Because we're happy. <laughs> this is the greatest uh. show.